Ahoy! Ciao! Nasdar! I hope you liked to be spooked because today we are talking about the dark and mysterious world of Czech mythology and folklore. And we are focusing on one book that was written in 1850. So it's a 200-year-old book written by Karel Jaromir Erben. And guys, this book is insane. It has it all. It has witches, it has zombies, and it has water monsters, monsters that come from the deep of the pond to lure people into their watery grave. So if you are a fan of folklore and origins of folklore, then this episode is for you. I remember reading it in the sixth grade because it's a compulsory reading for all children and uh, I was loving every single word. So Karel Jaromir Erben, the author, he created those 13 poems and I like the fact how old they are, you know, they are 200 years old, but the author bases them on something that is much older, that goes way back. And you can often see this strange combination of pagan beliefs and Christian beliefs because nothing really disappears. You know that Europe, uh, Slavs were pagans before Christianity came. You know, Christians tried to convert them and they tried to prohibit them from exercising their their old beliefs. But, you know, nothing disappears without a trace. So you can see those small traces of paganism there as well. At the same time, these poems seem to be timeless because the protagonists are dealing with the same issues, you know, they, they, they could be dealing with it 200 years ago or now, these days, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, often the theme of guilt and punishment and acceptance, the relationships between a mother and her daughter. These things, they, they still concern us today, although often the values in, in these stories uh, they are not the same anymore, uh, you know, especially when it comes to women's uh, role in the society. It's not really up to date, but the issues that they're real dealing with are still relevant. And that's the great thing, that it's easy to associate with. They made a movie based on this, uh, on this book. Uh, it's a Czech movie. It's great, it has great visuals, and I think it's a stunning movie. I haven't discovered any English version, but I will let you listen to just a little part of it, the beginning opening lines from the poem. Zemřela matka a do hrobu dána, siroty po ní zůstaly, i přicházaly každičkého rána a matičku svou hledali. This particular poem is called Kytice, which is also the name of the book and the movie Kytice. It means bouquet of flowers and it starts with orphans who are crying about their mother's death and they go to her grave to cry and the mother she hears them from from the grave she feels very sorry for them uh, that they're alone and she reincarnates her soul into wild flowers so kitsa is like wild flowers they're called 
in Czech Mateří Douška, which literally t- translates as mother's breath. So she b- was breathing through these flowers and the children, they recognized her by her breath. Now this is interesting because you can see these, th- this contradicts Christianity because Christians don't believe in reincarnation. They believe that you can go either to heaven, to purgatory, or to hell. Uh, this is some sort of remains from from the old beliefs that Slavs had in the past. Now, another interesting detail is the choice of the flower, Matridoshka, because it's it's uh, in English it's thymus, but it had it was used for medicinal purposes. You can see, you know, the mother's breath was was transformed into a plant that nurtures. So, if the children get sick. They can always use this materidoshka, this little flower, as medicine. So the mother keeps taking care of the children. Although she's not around, she still provides them some some medicine. Now the following lines are rather interesting. I will try to read them for you and translate. Mateří douško, vlasti naši milé, vyprosté naši pověsti. Natrhal jsem tě na mo- dávné mohyle. Komu mám tebe přinesti? So it says, Thymus, the flower of our nation. You are the ancient tales. I picked them on a, an ancient grave. And whom am I going to give it to? I, th- I think you may have figured it out that now the theme is a bit different. It's about the nation of the Czech nation itself. And they say that our tales are our mother's breath because although our ancestors are not around anymore, but they still are alive in the legends, right? So that your mother tells you a tale that she heard from her great great mother and she heard it from her great-great-mother. It is something that she keeps giving you uh, over the ages. You know, it sh- it, these, these tales still nurture you because they teach you something important that might save your life or might uh, educate you in some way. And I'm sure you've had this experience as well uh, when you were doing something that doesn't seem right. Maybe you heard your mother's voice in your head saying don't do that that's not good right i think it's not just a slav thing it's everybody's uh reflex and so the author is trying to say the same thing with these poems they warn you from something that you're not supposed to do he says i pick them the flowers at an ancient grave that means that he he got the stories from somebody who from somebody who lived a long time ago and it's an unnamed grave that means that we don't even know the person we don't even know who the person was but we know something that the person knew notice that he says an ancient grave he didn't say whose grave it is so it so it's not bound to any particular place that means that anybody can uh, benefit from any story like that and this is very important for the rest of the book they deal with sometimes very uncomfortable issues 
they are often very scary, but and at the same time, they teach you a lesson how to avoid these situations where you might where you might find yourself in terrible danger. So these these poems keep on living and and giving you some sort of advice, just as the flower will nurture you. So do the poems. Now keep in mind that the work was written 200 years ago, and what we perceived as danger in the past might not be exactly the same as we see today, right? So in the past people uh, were afraid of water because you could fall in easily and not everybody could swim, so they made you afraid of water, like don't go too close. Or they base their um, fears on some superstition that people don't follow anymore, right? It's not so up to date. Uh, people can swim these days, so there's no reason to be afraid of uh, water monsters, right? But uh, at the same time, there are certain things that are universal, like um, be careful of what you wish for. It could come true, but not the same way the way you want it. I will give you my interpretation what I think people may have thought in the past, how they may have perceived uh, this literally work in the past. But I will leave up to you what kind of moral you take from, from, from this. So this is the, just the first poem and as you see it's not really scary, it's rather sad but also comforting at the same time. Tonight I want to do something interesting. I'm going to watch the movie with uh, with an Israeli friend and I'm going to explain the poems, tell them your, the content. And also I want to see how people from different cultures perceive the same. And I'm curious to hear your uh, opinion about it. Uh, unfortunately, I cannot ask all of you because I can't see you. But I'm very curious what how you would perceive the same stories. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, this was an introduction to Kidice. And I hope to see you very soon for part two. Enjoy your day!